Welcome to the Meta Skincare Podcast, where we educate our listeners about everything and anything related to the skincare industry. My name is Emily, esthetician and skincare educator, and I will be your host. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Emily here, your host, better known as the Meta Fairy. And today we have a really fun podcast. So I had the opportunity of virtually talking to a lovely gal, Maddie. She is a final year student in journalism at La Trobe University in Melbourne, Australia, and she was producing a podcast for a magazine called Upstart. So her mag, uh, not her magazine, but her podcast was really centered around skincare. And she wanted to interview a skincare professional to ask very common question, um, you know, to educate and to just give some information out about the topic of skincare. So obviously I said, yes, this is like my jam. I love educating people. I love just, you know, it's my, it's my language. I love talking skin. So obviously I said yes. And we had a really fun chat. She is a lovely gal. So Maddie, shout out to you if you're listening to this. Um, so I thought you guys could listen to this because we talked about topics that were super common, super important to know. And yeah, you guys can totally benefit from what we talked about. So again, if you guys want to reach me, you can always reach me via email, metaesthetique at gmail.com or on all the social platform at metaesthetique. So without further ado, let's play that interview from The Land Down Under. So I sent you some questions before, well, kind of questions, kind of just things that I was thinking about. Um, And the first one was, so would you say that every person, I have spoken to some other people who specialize in skin. I have a friend who works um, for a group kind of like Sephora, but she's done a diploma Um, and I, sorry, my cat is trying to get into my room. Um, so, and she thinks that you shouldn't um, kind of have, a, not everyone needs a skincare routine. So I wanted to know, would you say that everyone should have a cl- skin cleansing regimen or is it not as important as it seems? But if yes, why is it important, do you think? So I think there's a common misconception that people believe that if you're not wearing makeup, then you don't need to cleanse which is like super wrong. So here's why. I'm going to change your mind if you believe that, if you believe you don't need to cleanse your skin, I'll change your mind. So even if you're not wearing makeup and you're just like, you know, I don't put anything, just moisturizer and I'm good. As soon as you walk out the door, you've got a lot of toxic chemicals and debris that are kind of just flying everywhere, right? And those toxic chemicals are released into the atmosphere when we burn uh, gasoline, tobacco smoke, uh, even wood when we burn firewood. They're released into the atmosphere and then they stick to our skin. And even if we don't see it, it's still there. So with the accumulation of time, those toxic chemicals, they stick to the skin mixed in with like the, you know, the debris, the sebum, the oil with time. I'll make it super dramatic, but it, you know, I'm just trying to make a point here. <laughs> With time, it can potentially lead to developing precancerous cells. Okay. So it's super important to cleanse your skin. You don't need to cleanse it twice a day, just once a day at night. I think that's just make it simple. Once a day at night, clean off the the, the crap that accumulates on your skin throughout the day. And then you're good. Like, it's so simple, guys. (laughs) That's so interesting because I always thought that you had to kind of do like a morning and night. But that makes sense, though, because you're kind of cleaning off the day's 
you know, mm-hmm. what's happened throughout the day and everything like that. Yeah. It's so interesting. And, yeah. and with the cancerous stuff, that's scary. Didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm, I'm worried. Drama- it's dramatic. It's dramatic, but you know. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. So now people <laughs> take it seriously. Um, exactly. Now kind of moving away from that, um, we'll get back into it again. Um, mm-hmm. What are some common issues and mistakes that you come across with people um, when you kind of see them and whether that it's in their skincare routine or things that they are doing on a daily basis or not doing, I guess. Um, yeah. So I have a few, I narrowed it down to like the common three. So the first one again would be to not put too much energy into cleansing and just focusing on like serums and moisturizers, which is kind of counterproductive because if you're spending all your money on super expensive serums and moisturizers, but you're not cleansing your skin, you're basically putting on your good stuff on a piece of crap. Like you've got that layer of dirt and then you're putting on, you know, your stuff. It's not going to penetrate. It's not going to go where it should go if you got a layer that's blocking it. So that's one thing that I see sometimes. Another one would be to not wear SPF. (laughs) Super common. Yeah, super common. So listen, if you're, you know, you've got your regimen, it's a beautiful, extensive skincare regimen, but you're not protecting your skin from the sun then you're totally canceling all the preventive effects that you want to do and treat on your skin. Because as soon as you walk outside, the UV rays have the capacity of modifying your skin cells DNA. So age quicker, and then again, precancerous cells and etc. So make sure that you put on SPF regularly throughout the day to protect what you're trying to achieve with your products. So that's, an, that's number two. And the third one that I would say I see a lot would be people with oily skins. They don't wear moisturizers. And I don't know, I don't know why, because I think it's, it's a misconception that they believe that I have a lot of oil, so I don't need like a protection, but really you do because every type of skin needs moisture and that's water, right? So If you decide not to wear moisturizer, your skin is actually super smart. It's going to say, okay, I'm not getting the water that I need. So I'm just going to produce even more oil to counteract that effect. So the skin is smart. It listens to what you do and it'll reply to you that way. (laughs) Okay. Well, you just called me out because (laughs) I I have the fairest skin on the earth and I will get Mm -hmm. sunburnt so easily, especially in Australia. We're just, we're right where the hole in the ozone layer is I get sunburnt all the time and I don't wear SPF because I have oily skin and I I feel like it will make me break out every time but then also I had a for a few years I wouldn't use moisturizer and now it's kind of like I use it a lot I I have like a nice like QV I don't know if you have QV there but QV Mm. and I, I use it on my um like mostly cheeks because my T-zone is bad. But sometimes now it's like I'll okay. just use it everywhere. But yeah. um, for a few years I was like, oh, it's too oily. And I just made so many mistakes. It's just oh. so embarrassing. It's, it's, uh, no, it's okay. I think I hear that a lot. Like people with oily skin, they, you know, they don't touch the T-zone at all. And they just put the moisturizer on like the rest of the face. But I'm like, okay, well, just put it on everywhere. It'll help the T-zone not be so oily. Because you're giving it the water. Yeah, you know? and also because it's so dehydrated as well, then yeah. it's the oily. Yeah, that's pretty exactly. much me. That's that's yeah. how I know that I have the problem. 
<laughs> I don't drink enough water. And so moving into the next one and the problems that I have, I have a very bad addiction to exfoliants. I started with proactive um, mm. as a teenager. I was crazy about acne and I don't have bad acne. I don't get bad pimples, but I like once one's there, it's like that's that's the end of it. Um, mm-hmm. So I've always used exfoliants and then I moved into St. Ives and I know that it's destroying my skin. My friend, yes. my friend, my roommate actually introduced me to it when I was living in the States and I was like, this is great because I don't have to spend $60 on on uh, Proactive and now I'm spending you know, $10, 10 Australian dollars on, uh, on a cleanser that's just destroying my skin. Um, anyway, so I have oily skin, but I know everyone's skin is different. And, uh, like you said in your podcast, milk cleansers are really great for dry skin. So everything's everything, Mm -hmm. you know, every skin type needs something different. Um, but what would you recommend as like a basic routine, especially Mm -hmm. if you're a beginner, um, like in terms of like cleansers, what we should and could use you kind of touched on um serums moisturizers definitely should be used um that type of stuff just just for someone that needs yeah someone that needs to know to start I guess yeah so I get this a lot um so I make it super simple for someone who's beginning in in that in that you know, area. You don't want to overcomplicate things. You don't need to get into like eye creams and neck creams and serums. Like you don't have to do that at first. You you just want to target the basic needs at first. So cleanser, obviously, you know, we talked about this. Cleanser is super important. There's a lot of different types of cleansers. So if you don't know what type of cleanser you should use, go see a professional. Like it's just, I know skin is complex. It's not easy to kind of know what your skin needs because there's a lot of sub conditions as well that you need to treat. And oftentimes when you use the wrong cleanser, it can screw up the rest of your regimen because let's say you strip your skin off, then you're getting other issues that the rest of the products won't be able to treat because of your cleanser. Like it's, it sounds silly, but it's true. So cleanser, pick the right cleanser. And then an exfoliator I think is still very important as long as you don't do it every day. (laughs) So listen, two to three times a week is the time that you should do it. And that the role of the exfoliator is to remove the dead and dry skin cell buildup, right? So it makes the product penetration better. It goes where it should go. Um, But using it daily is not good. Well, well, you know, we can we can talk about that later. (laughs) Um, So that's important. So cleanser, exfoliator, moisturizer obviously because you want to seal in and protect that moisture to protect that barrier you know you want to treat it like a baby skin you want to make sure that you protect that barrier and then obviously an SPF so basic four products that everyone should have to keep it super simple those are the ones I recommend cool awesome and these are I'm I'm learning as we're going along and I'm making many mistakes. Um, <laughs> so you did say that there is a thing uh, you did say kind of we should be exfoliating only around two to three times a week. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of just clears the dead skin cells. Um, yes. The potential damages that I may be doing to myself using it every day. Maybe we can kind of explain yeah. what that could be. Yeah. And you're not alone. I see a lot of people that do it daily because they think they're doing their well, they think they're doing themselves a favor, but really they don't. So what happens is when you exfoliate daily, you're putting your skin in an inflamed state. 
um, and constantly stripping off those protective cells can be super destructive to the integrity of your skin. So again, we're sounding super dramatic again, but really that's what it's doing. And um, exfoliating daily will create the inflammation, even if you can't physically see it, it's still there and you're risking a lot of moisture loss. So this will cause your moisture barrier to be very much uneven. So it's kind of like the ozone layer, you know, right now how like you've got holes in the ozone layer. So, and it's letting the UV rays penetrate deeper and then global warming and everything. It's kind of the same thing with your protective barrier. Um, it, it starts to create mini cracks. It let the moisture out and it lets the irritants in. So it creates a skin that will be more irri irritated, more flaky, sensitive, you know, to a certain level. Um, your skin will obviously prematurely age quicker because it's constantly in that inflamed state. And potentially the other products that you put on your skin, you know, they might sting, they might burn. If you find yourself in that situation that you're like, oh, uh, everything I put on my skin just feels really stingy. Well, that's why. So we're basically putting our skin in a stress cycle. So when you think about it, when you're stressed all the time, it's not good, right? Like you, you, you're not eating well, you're not sleeping well, you're not like recovering your body well, if I can say so. So it's the same thing with your skin. If it's constantly stressed, constantly inflamed, it'll never be in a healthier state. So it's not good to exfoliate every day. So try to slack off, <laughs> try to slack off, do one day yes, one day no. And instead of taking the, uh, the product that you have and use it as a daily cleanser, get an actual cleanser that doesn't have grains in it and, you know, use that instead. Yeah, I, I, I spoke to someone once and they kind of gave me like a Ren cleanser and it was like nice and um, soapy. But okay. I had it's it's a weird thing. It's like it's like a oh I don't feel like it's clean enough because it's like my skin isn't feeling like it's tight. Clean, and, yeah. It shouldn't feel tight. Yeah, that feeling, that misconception of feeling the like squeaky tight feeling. That's like that's old school. Like no, you want it to be supple, dewy, and like mm, you know that like mm, feeling. Yeah. That's what you yeah. want. <laughs> <laughs> I will immediately go buy something else. Um, there you go. Yeah, so now I kind of want to move into another topic that um, I'm going to transition to towards the end of my um, podcast. Um, yeah. So my brother has a cleanser. He has his own men's cleanser, um, but he also likes to use mine occasionally. Um, but he doesn't have like a like a skincare routine. And I kind of when I my ex also was the same. Like his skin we were teenagers at the time and his skin wasn't great. And I kind of wanted to help him feel better about it. And he was like, you know, teach me. And they just don't understand. And it was just really, it was funny. It was hilarious at the time. Um, but some guys are really kind of, some guys are super open to it. Um, I have an interview with a guy who's super open to it. He loves it. Um, but like my brother, you know, he's okay with cleansers, but he's also like, you know, don't touch my manhood type as well um and I wonder if the kind of the stamp of like the beauty industry on it um leans men into feeling a little less inclined into cleaning their skin routinely and um I just wanted to know do you think that this that skincare is kind of stigmatized um in a way that men feel like it's a bit too feminine focused to kind of get involved 
And is there a way that we could maybe approach that we, I mean, you know, as the industry, but also just everyone, I guess, approach taking care of our skin um, differently so that men feel like included and inclined into taking care of their skin? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. So if you back up maybe like 15 to 20 years ago, I think for sure the, you know, the main demographic would be women that would take care of their skin. Like that's, that's just how it was. Um, but if you back up maybe like five years ago or so, I think men are being part more of the equation more and more, and there's more interest from the men. So I think it's, it's really great. Um, but I think the best way to approach this issue to kind of like solve that issue, if I can say so, is would be for brands to focus more on education rather than making their marketing more about gender. So this is something that I do all the time in my channels. Like I try to educate the person instead of like thinking, well, is it a man or a woman? And I'll talk differently according to that, which I think is kind of like passe. Like, let's just, let's move on. Like it's, <laughs> it's not worth talking about that anymore. Um, I think that I have noticed in the brands that I work with and other brands, you know, that I research there, I know it sounds silly, but like the packaging, the physical packaging of their products are being more gender neutral. So they're picking colors that are more, you know, appealing to both sexes, um, even like the smell and the texture of the products, they're more appealing to both genders and they're not so like feminine -y and like floral and you know and I, I know that's a whole different topic if we talk about like perfumes and everything and, and skincare but you know we won't talk about that but um I think that's changing a lot which is good but I will say this that whether you're a man or a woman it doesn't like it doesn't matter because if you don't have the will and the interest to take care of your skin you simply won't do it I know plenty of women that use a soap bar they're not clients of mine. <laughs> They're not clients of mine. Um, but I know plenty of women that use a, you know, a bar of soap and they're like, yeah, I'm good to go. And they don't really care about their skin. Whereas on the opposite side, I know plenty of men that have their, you know, they have their regimen and they're super diligent. So I think it's not because you're a man or a woman that doesn't matter. It's really the will. And if you want to prioritize your skin, then you'll do it. If you don't, then you won't, you know? That's awesome. That's so good. I love that because um, that really kind of, I mean, gets rid of the last question, which is kind of like, should a man's skincare routine look different to a woman's routine? Does our skin, but our, our skin does differ based on gender because they shave and stuff like that. So I guess. It, yeah, there's a few key differences. <clears throat> so like we said, um, skin is skin. Um, the main functions remain the same, whether you're a man or woman. So that doesn't matter. However, there's a few key differences when you look at a man's skin. A man's skin will be a little thicker, more oily, and they'll have a lot of larger pores as well. And because they have denser hair follicles on their faces, they're more prone to developing um, ingrown hairs. And the acne situation, so what happens is that men are less likely to develop adult hormonal acne in the long run versus women. So that's one of the that's one of the big differences. When men are teenagers, their androgens, which is like their main sex hormone group, they're like super active in their teenage years. So that's why you're going to see a lot of men in their teenage years develop super intense acne because their levels of androgens are 
all over the place. But as they pass the teenage years, it kind of dies down with the age. Like it slows down and there's no more hormonal fluctuation after that. Versus women, <laughs> we encounter hormonal fluctuation during our whole lives. So we have more chances of developing adult hormonal acne than men. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, skin is treat like we treat skin, we treat the skin, not the gender. So, I mean, that would only be the only difference that I would see between a man's skin and a woman's skin. But other than that, like treat the skin issues and that's it, you know? That's awesome. I mean, yeah. that's all the questions that I have written down. <laughs> Over time, I guess I've kind of had a few. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was really helpful. Thank you so much. Um, I hope you learned a few things. I have. I've, I feel cold out. I feel, <laughs> I feel seen. <laughs> uh, was there anything that you wanted to add? Was there anything that you think should be said, should be mentioned that we might have missed? Um, mm. that I maybe didn't know about or something like that? Um, hmm, good question. Um, <laughs> uh, I should have thought about this before we talked. Um, Sorry, I didn't, I didn't preempt no, you. <laughs> no, it's all good. I think, oh, yes, you know what? I will say something. So um, the skincare industry now is like very mainstream, right? Like you see it a lot online, on the social medias, like, you know, it's everywhere. And um, for people like you or other people that are listening that aren't actually like skin professionals, if you need help, don't stick to looking at like TikToks and Google, like look at the source of the person that's talking and make sure they're qualified to talk and to give advice because like, that's a common thing that I deal with every day. Like, I see things online and I'm like, that is totally false. Like, that is not good. Why are people... Ugh, it's very frustrating for, like, a professional point of view. Like, I'm just like, you know? So if you're listening to this and you're just kind of like, you're a skincare, like, enthusiast and you love, you know, trying different things and everything, um, try to get your advice and your, you know from a professional it's just going to help you in the long run and don't try everything at once like don't be super like i want to get all the products that are available and i will try them all at once like it's not going to give you any benefit to your skin your skin can only take so much at a time so i think that's the last thing that i would like to mention like just just be careful guys like don't research your sources and just go to a professional if you really have bad skin issues go see a skin therapist. <laughs> yes, that's wonderful because I was going to say um, I keep seeing these videos, these Vogue videos with the celebrities and I watched mm. one with Grimes and her skincare routine was just, it, it, I, I, really, I really just kind of hoped that no one would take inspiration from some of these celebrities just because they have a skincare line doesn't exactly mean oh my god professional i just i just Kylie posted skin, a podcast all of on those this. yeah i know i was listening to the start of it before <laughs> i'm tuning in don't worry but i was really I was, I was watching it this is what kind of got me to want to learn about this because i was watching and i was just like this is crazy man like i i really hope that influencers aren't influencing to the point where like when I got proactive I went mm -hmm. and got it because you know Justin Bieber was like my skin's great and you know I'm not a huge Justin Bieber fan but it was kind of like no. one of those things where I was like he he says that it's good for acne must be great yeah. 
and then I Marketing. burnt my skin. So it was really yeah. good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I think there was a really way, good way to end it though, like with the social yeah. media impact and everything. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for helping and for thank you for having questions. Me.